1: So then, 7.39, and this country's spending on the elderly is expected to rise pretty fast. In fact, the fastest rate among 34 developed nations, i.e. the OECD. That's from 7.7% last year to 7.8% of gross domestic product by 2050. This itself, the claim, came from global credit rating agency Standard & Poor's, which has warned that unless Korea comes up with countermeasures, its credit ratings will be degraded. Let's bring in Mr. Randall Jones, head of Japan, Korea, desk at the OECD. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for, for joining us again on the it's show. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, first of all, on the S&P claim here?
0: Uh, basically, the, the numbers are correct. Uh, Korea is going through one of the most rapid population aging experiences that we've ever seen. Today, they're the fourth youngest out of the 34 OIC countries, and by 2050, they'll be the third oldest after Japan and Spain. And with rapid aging, that naturally increases uh, government spending on health care, pensions, long-term care, and other social programs.
1: We've covered this topic on numerous occasions, uh, but we sometimes, I think, overlook to, uh, to, to reflect on why this is happening. In brief... What's going on with our demographics that's left us in this situation?
0: Well, the birth rate has fallen to about 1.3, which is the lowest rate in the OECD. And meantime, life expectancy is increasing very rapidly. So Korea is going through a very rapid, condensed population uh, experience, which is much quicker than what happens even in Japan or in some European countries. So it's basically the, the birth rate and the increase in life expectancy that's driving it.
1: Yeah, I mean, not not that we've got an ideal situation facing the elderly now, but it's uh, problems facing young people that we hear most about in today's current affairs agenda. Youth unemployment, for example. Why well, would that be the case?
0: Youth unemployment in uh, Korea, I mean, it's, compared to Europe, I mean, it's still relatively low. In uh, some European countries, we have 40, 50% of, of youth unemployed. But it's uh, a difficult situation in Korea, I understand. Mm. The problem basically is a labor market mismatch. We have 71% of high school graduates going to university or college, and there's not enough jobs for those graduates. And meantime, the small and medium-sized companies have labor shortages. So in a sense, we have to change the education and training system to prepare young people for the jobs that actually exist and to have less going to university and college to prepare for jobs that do not exist. So that's a labour market mismatch, problem. Yes,
1: would but, but there's an irony there, isn't there, that by 2050, when, which is the date projected by San and we could be facing a situation where there aren't enough young people to fill the jobs to support the elderly.
0: That's right. The, the shift is so rapid. Uh, the elderly, as you brought up, are uh, we worry a lot about the elderly as well. The, the poverty rate... For people over 65, is about 50 percent. The OECD average is about 12 percent. So, elderly poverty is a is a very a big concern that we have.
1: When when GDP itself is uh, struggling to expand here, you know, we're in that two percent range again. Looks like for this year, is that also a big worry that we haven't got sufficient growth engines here? Well, I think uh,
0: Korea's potential growth, which we uh, calculate based on uh, labor force growth and productivity has fallen to about 3%. And it's very important to try to to boost productivity through various measures such as uh, regulatory reform, uh, more competition, more entrepreneurship, um, better education and training, as well as removing the obstacles that limit employment by women particularly and by young people. So the various steps that Korea should take uh, regardless of the demographic situation, yeah. to really try to improve its, its uh, growth potential.
1: But even if we manage to have a generation of elderly entrepreneurs, even if we get women back into the workplace and, and ignore some of the problems that would be associated with that in terms of um, childcare and, and, and some other infrastructure that's lacking, we'd still, wouldn't we, face a, a mountain to deal with which, which right. only immigration or, or something radically different would be able to solve, wouldn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, immigration is a plus in many countries. Uh, we know that in many countries it's also very sensitive. But to put things in perspective, uh, Korea, by our measure, spends about 10% of GDP on social spending. The OECD average is around 21%. So Korea is at one extreme because of its youth po- youthful population population where it spends a relatively small amount on social spending. With rapid aging, that amount will naturally increase towards the levels we see in other countries. Mm. For example, in Sweden, we see about 29% of GDP on social spending. So Korea has to decide, does it want to become like Sweden with 29% or like the United States with 18 19%? Uh, that's a choice for the Korean voters to decide how much social spending they want and actually, how are they going to finance that? Because it has to be financed
1: somehow. Yeah, well, aside from finding ways to bring in new people into the country, more young people from abroad, another way to, uh, to make a population younger is to encourage more people to have babies. Has, has that actually been successful in other countries? Well,
0: in some countries, like uh, France, where I live, uh, there's free, uh, uh, free primary education for kids from uh, three... Uh, age five, and that's credited with um, making it easier for families uh, to have children. Um, I think there are many policies that could be adopted to encourage both women working and having children, Mm. and that goes back to the uh, quality and availability of childcare. It goes back to the question of work-life balance. In Korea, people work very long hours, uh, much longer than uh, the OECD average and that's another factor that discourages uh, people from having children and, and working. So there are policies that could be taken to mm-hmm. try to make a, a better work-life balance to try to encourage both work and, and
1: families. And, and housing is another issue. The way that housing is structured here compared to other countries I've been to is you know, we're overwhelmingly slanted towards apartments which often aren't that big and, and certainly don't really lend themselves to having more than... One or two children, you jump up to a very expensive, and uh, I'm speaking from personal experience here, right. <laughs> very expensive situation when you go above two children. Right. Uh, I mean, Korea is pretty fixed, it feels like, at the moment, the way the country's structured to, to having smaller families. Is there anything we can do with the elderly, though? I, I said about elderly entrepreneurship. Is there any way that we can just extend? To, to buy ourselves time, the, the economic involvement of the elderly? Well,
0: in Korea, the um, older people tend to leave companies at age 53 on average. And that is really shocking because life expectancy is more than 80. So as people get older, the, uh, the wage keeps going up with the seniority-based wage system, and the older generation has much less uh, computer and other skills. So companies push them out at a very young age. And that's a huge waste to push out these people into self-employment or unemployment or part-time or fixed-term regular jobs. So we need to change the, the wage system so that people can continue working to at least 65 and even longer. In some European countries, the retirement age is being pushed up towards 70. Mm-hmm. So we need to keep older workers employed at their companies, and that requires a more... flexible wage system that makes it uh, advantageous for companies to keep them. It also requires more training for older people because their skills uh, are much less than the younger rising generation with its high education. So by uh, changing the the wage system and by providing more training for older workers, we can keep them actively engaged in the companies much past uh, the
1: current level. Briefly, Mr. Jones, you also look at Japan. We might look at Japan as a, as a great example of, of where we might want to, in some cases, be heading and in other cases want to avoid. But one thing you can say about Japan is that it had already expanded to such a, an impressive size as an economy before its aging society struck. That, that's what worries me about Korea. Right.
0: Uh, Japan has been a, a slower process. But the key thing to remember about Japan is that social spending has gone up very fast because of aging, but it has not been financed by revenues. And so Japan is stuck in a situation where its government debt is about 2.3 times as high as its GDP. The average for the OECD is closer to about 110%. Mm. So Japan has seen social spending rise because of aging, but has not financed this, through taxes and social contributions. So that's what Korea really needs to avoid, is increasing spending without financing it. And as I mentioned before, it's up to Korea to decide do they want to have a system like Japan or a system like Europe. Uh, But whatever they choose, we need to make sure that it's financed correctly to avoid the the debt problems that we see in Japan.
1: Well, thanks very much for the comparative look at this. And we're continuing to hear alarm bells ringing. Is anyone listening? Randall Jones from the OECD. Thank you very much. And uh, our emails open to you as well. Efm this morning at gmail.com.